Welcome to the Positively Alive podcast. I am so glad you made it, and I can't wait to introduce you to our distinguished panel of speakers. This is a space where you will be able to learn more about HIV and AIDS, about the latest medical developments and the tremendous progress that has been made over the last couple of years. We will also elaborate on what it means to live with HIV today and how it is possible to live not only a healthy, but also a happy life. I have carefully selected our interviewees. Over the course of the next weeks and months, you will hear the voices, insights and opinions of policymakers, activists, influencers and some of the world's top medical professionals on the topic of HIV and stigma. There will also be the stories of HIV-positive people and their personal experiences on what living with HIV actually means to them. The main purpose of this podcast is to inform, educate and empower, to get the topic out of the taboo zone, to normalize HIV and to stimulate an open conversation. It is also intended to counter ignorance, prejudice, stigma and discrimination that is all too often affecting the most vulnerable people in our societies. This podcast is also a part of a wider online communication campaign about HIV and stigma. If you want to know more, please join our Facebook group at Positively Alive or visit our website at www.positivelyalive.org. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. I really hope you will find our content useful and purposeful. Looking forward to see you inside. Hi, good day, everyone, and welcome to what is sadly the last episode of the Positively Alive podcast. These last 15 episodes have undoubtedly taken us on an extraordinary journey from the early days of HIV and AIDS, where a diagnosis was virtually a death sentence, to the remarkable progress made today. In a mere 40 years, we have managed to not only suppress the virus in HIV-positive persons, but also significantly limit new diagnoses. During the course of this journey, we've had the privilege of interviewing some of the most prominent individuals on the topic of HIV in the world today. Professor Peter Piot, a world-renowned Belgian microbiologist known for his work on Ebola and AIDS, got the ball rolling, noting the enormous progress made to date. He, however, cautioned not to throw this away through complacency and an overemphasis on treatment at the expense of prevention. He also discussed HIV stigma, the need to keep up funding for HIV, and how realistic it is to get everybody on treatment. Dr. Alison Roger, a professor of infectious diseases at the University College of London and a consultant in infectious diseases and HIV at the Royal Free Hospital in London, and known for her groundbreaking studies Partner 1 and Partner 2 that have led to the conclusive evidence that undetectable equals untransmittable, mainly touched on HIV stigma. She noted that one of the biggest problems today with being an HIV-positive person is not the actual virus, but the stigma that surrounds it. As such, people refrain from getting tested due to fear of being found positive and ultimately stigmatized. She also noted it to be one of the main drivers for mental health issues like depression and anxiety. Lloyd Russell Moyle, a distinguished member of parliament who is gay and HIV positive, also discussed stigma and noted that one of the best ways to control HIV is to be open about your status and to encourage people to take effective treatments. Interestingly, he came out about his HIV status in Parliament in November 2018 with the occasion of the 30th World AIDS Day. Bruce Richman, an influencer and founding executive director of the Prevention Access Campaign, PAC, has also worked tirelessly to shatter stigma through the U equals U campaign. 
U equals U stands for undetectable equals untransmittable. This means that once a person living with HIV on effective treatment has had their viral load suppressed to the point that it cannot be detected anymore, the person can no longer transmit the HIV virus. This fact had been intentionally kept secret by medical practitioners. Bruce has used this awareness campaign to sensitize communities to eliminate stigma. Edwin Cameron, a retired judge of the Constitutional Court of South Africa, who is openly gay and HIV positive, and who remains the only senior public official on the entire African continent to speak openly about his status, has been at the forefront of activism against HIV stigma and the criminalization of HIV-positive people. Throughout his distinguished career, Edwin Cameron has been a champion of human rights and social justice. Marlene Wasserman, also known as Dr. Eve, a couples and sex therapist, clinical sexologist and a sexual medicine consultant, touched on cyber infidelity and what it means and the relationship therein to HIV. Mark van der Merwe is an HIV awareness activist based in South Africa. He ventured into activism following the passing away of his brother of AIDS in 1999. He gave us an insight into the significant barriers in raising awareness about HIV and AIDS, citing lack of parent involvement in sexual education in Southern Africa and the overall lack of sexual awareness in the schooling system. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in the United States since 1984. He took us back to the beginnings of HIV in the United States and also shared the latest insights into HIV and AIDS research and attempts to eradicate this virus. He also explained the importance of funding today for HIV and AIDS and why it will save us more money later. The complexities of developing an HIV vaccine compared to other viral infections, gene editing and the impact of stigma in the US. Paul Kawada, the director of the National Minority AIDS Council, has been an HIV and AIDS activist for over three decades. He discussed discrimination against being different, especially for the LGBTQI community. Paul discussed the enormous challenge to reach communities that have not yet been reached and to convince the health departments and the community-based organizations to give them a seat at the decision-making table as the only means to overcome this hate and discrimination. Ravindra Gupta, an infectious diseases clinician with a specific focus on HIV, helped us understand how HIV works within cells. He explained how the HIV virus uses mutation as a way of generating a lot of diversity within its genetic makeup in order to avoid the immune system, thus beating our defense system. He also discussed the London patient, the second adult in the world to achieve full HIV remission and why the treatment used for the London patient cannot be used at larger scales to cure all HIV positive people. Emma Cole is another HIV activist from the UK who we spoke to. She has lived with HIV for 28 years and counting, shattering the 8 to 10 years she had been given to live. She gave us an insight into the misperceptions that many still have about HIV and her work so far in the bid to break those beliefs. In her 26th year of living with HIV, Emma ran all 26 miles of the London Marathon, proving how she can still do anything she puts her mind to. Professor Dr. Linus van der Kerkhoven, who is the principal investigator at the HIV Cure Research Center in Ghent, Belgium, shared with us his laboratory's latest discovery, the location of the viral reservoir. He was kind enough to break it down for us, to understand the impact it has on finding a cure for HIV and ending the epidemic. He also spoke to us about how closely we really are to a cure for HIV. We also had the honor of interviewing the Belgian Minister of Social Affairs and Health, Maggie de Bloc. She discussed the government's efforts to tame the epidemic since she took office in 2014. She touched on the stigma surrounding HIV 
and expressed her opinion on adding into the 1990 objective put forward by UNAIDS, the fourth 90, which is the mental well-being. She also elaborated on the main challenges ahead and whether or not we are close to finding a cure for HIV, the correlation between lower HIV infections and the increase of other sexually transmitted infections and the significance of U equals U within the wider context of HIV in Belgium. Patrick Reintins, another outstanding HIV and AIDS activist from Belgium, educates people in schools and other organizations about HIV and the obstacles, oppositions and struggles that accompany it, showing them how to live without secrets, discrimination or stigmatization. Patrick emphasizes the importance of support groups and especially peer-to-peer contact when dealing with this virus. We should, according to him, definitely aim to normalize HIV, but not trivialize it. And last but not least, there is Jennifer Vogen, the white single mother of three who did not fit the high-risk profile prior to her diagnosis in 2016. She has since made her HIV status public through social media and uses the same platform to make people aware of the need to disclose their status. She also discussed the challenges in the United States regarding HIV today and her private Facebook group for HIV-positive women. These amazing ladies and gentlemen, including policymakers, medical professionals, activists and influencers, have stood tall in the fight against HIV and AIDS and stigma in their various spheres of influence. They have made astounding discoveries and shattered mental barriers, steering the progress we have made to date. Their stories have been nothing short of eye-opening and we have definitely learned a great deal from them. Their work and sacrifice has had far-reaching positive effects and should never be forgotten. Once again, I want to thank every single listener for supporting the Positively Alive podcast and hope that you have enjoyed the conversations as much as I did. Thank you so much and see you again soon. Thank you also to our listeners for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and that you learned something. If you haven't done so already, please join our Positively Alive Facebook group, specifically set up for this global campaign. It is a place where we raise awareness about HIV and educate people to counter prejudice, taboo and stigma. Whether you are HIV positive or not, our growing community is for everyone interested in learning more about the topic and to share positive and uplifting messages. Check also the Positively Alive YouTube channel where we upload a reduced video version of this podcast interview with the most important messages. I would also love it if you review this podcast and share your thoughts across social media. Let people know that you subscribed to the Positively Alive podcast. The more it gets shared, the more people we will reach and that is ultimately the intention of this podcast. You can tag me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter And let me know what you have learned from this. I am so looking forward to share with you our next episode. I also take this opportunity to reiterate and underline the importance of your personal financial contributions to this campaign. Never before in history have we been so close to a vaccine for HIV. Strangely enough, however, we see the national and international donor community pulling back, thinking that everything is in the pocket already. It is not yet in the pocket. We cannot afford a funding crisis right now, not when we are this close to ending the epidemic. A society without HIV where our children can be vaccinated against the virus, how cool would that be? And how much money this would save us as a society? So from a place of humility and love, please be generous with your donations. You can find the donation link in the text area of this podcast, on our Facebook page, on all our other social media channels and on our website www.positivelyalive.org. I count on you and so does the world. Thank you so much.